On today's panel, we have Temple. She is a registered dietitian from Clearwater, Florida, who uses the ketogenic diet to help manage weight and reverse chronic disease in women. Her passion is to partner with her clients for lasting weight loss and medication reduction. She's passionate about her faith and she loves her kids and believes it is never too late to start your own health journey. And we also have Priscilla. Priscilla's passion is to help women live a sustainable keto lifestyle to lose weight and balance hormones. Weight loss is personal to Priscilla. At the age of 12, she was 30 pounds overweight and struggling with emotional eating and hormone swings. This led her to get a master's of science in nutrition and to become a registered dietitian nutritionist. She used everything she learned to lose the weight for good and say hello to happy hormones and energy. She has used the same keto girl method to help real women just like you lose 20, 30, 50 or more pounds while having the occasional cupcake or taco and not binging. She embraces food as medicine for the mind and soul. Super excited to have both Temple and Priscilla here. They have a strong passion also for helping women with PCOS. And I think that's such a great thing how you guys are utilizing the, the keto diet. So let's kick this podcast episode off. And I would love you each to share what are one or two keto myths that you wish would die? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not sure how many dietitians have noticed this or not, but last summer, I might still temple thunder, but last summer, the American College of Cardiology came out with the research to disprove saturated fat effect on cardiovascular health and diabetes. And they said that saturated fat alone has no effect in of itself on causing these issues. And so it rebutted all that research prior to about capping that saturated fat, egg yolks, red meat, and whole milk and butter, all those amazing fats, which we know on keto are key. And they said has no effect. And that just is so amazing to finally see that research by the American College of Cardiology. So Please just eat the red meat and the egg yolks and all the butter. (laughs) I love that. Thank you for bringing that up, Priscilla. Yes, I totally second that. I think another myth that I really wish would just go away is that people always think that keto is super unsustainable because you'll never eat carbohydrates again. And that is totally not the case in any way, shape or form. It's not that you'll never eat them again. You'll just learn to eat them strategically. So that's one of the the things I hear a lot is, oh, this is so unsustainable. You can't cut out a whole food group, et cetera. But that's really not the goal. And that's why it's so important to work with someone like Priscilla or, or I to figure out, okay, how do we figure out what to do with carbs and how do we consume them strategically so they don't have negative effects on the body? Yeah, those are some really amazing things to myth bust. What's really important is recognizing that working with registered dietitians such as Priscilla and Temple, they're staying on top of the evidence-based research. And if you're truly, truly a health practitioner, you know research is ever-changing. So Priscilla, I love that you brought that up. I think a lot of people are rather archaic and very much like dinosaurs, and they refer to stuff that's like 20 years old, not like the last five or 10 years. So people harp on that stuff about butter and egg yolk and it's like same thing with cholesterol too i'm like oh my goodness and i love what you mentioned temple about eating strategically oftentimes people think dietitians are these really strict you can't have this you can't have that but 
oftentimes I've noticed just communicating with a lot of you on this podcast is about how you can fit things in. Now, it Mm -hmm. may not be as much as before, but it's not about like taking away completely. So thank you so much for highlighting that. And let's talk about some of the things as it relates to PCOS. I think this is such a prominent issue, especially on social media. There's just been this beautiful surge of health professionals seeking to help this underrepresented population in terms of support and resources. So I would love to know out of all the therapeutic diets that exist for PCOS, how did you both land on keto? Yeah, so I landed on keto really in two ways. So my the first way was at the time I was working at a VA hospital in Verta Health, which is one of the leading ketogenic kind of research medical groups did a large study there with a lot of veterans and they really hammered and focused in on insulin resistance, which we all know it can be a part of someone with PCS. It's not everyone, but can definitely be a part of a lot of them. And they did a huge study on insulin resistance. And I, and I just literally saw people's insulin resistance just completely reverse, which was wild. And so I started thinking, wow, I wonder how much this could affect the PCOS insulin resistant population. And then not even kidding, within months, I kind of had my home, my own health journey and was diagnosed with PCOS. And so I was like, wow. And I think that's all a part of a bigger timing. But so I started treating myself with it. And so it's all a part of my testimony and kind of how I started with PCOS and keto. But since then, you know, I've been able to get pregnant naturally, which is a huge part of PCOS and infertility, as well as reverse a lot of the symptoms treat and I treat it completely naturally with, you know, food versus metformin and birth control like it's normally done. And Priscilla? Yeah, absolutely. So I don't have PCOS and I started my health journey with keto just more for the moods and hormone balance personally, and just the weight loss benefits. But as I did that on my journey, my private practice, I would get the occasional clients who had PCOS from doctors. And when I'd work with these clients, like I learned to take more of a holistic approach to keto and not to say, okay, eat all the cheese now and all the keto snacks. Cause that is the different part when it comes to keto, a huge misconception. Cause a lot of girls will come saying, well, I've been keto and I still haven't lost weight. Right. So we have to look at these inflammatory foods for them. So we have to cater keto in that sense where maybe it's a little more flexible for them. They're still being able to have their gluten-free cupcake here and there, and they're watching their dairy and their gluten, choosing gluten free keto snacks instead of the ones because that's a whole other scenario out there. But as we worked on it, and we made this plan that was flexible and realistic, within literally two weeks, they would say, Oh, my gosh, my energy is amazing. I'm sleeping better. And within a month, their period would come and they wouldn't have these intense sugar cravings and feeling like they're dying, which so many girls with PCOS experience these horrible hormone swings during their periods. And then the best part is when they would go back to their doctor and they would look at all their lab levels and they had greatly improved. And even several of them did just like Temple become pregnant. And so it's a beautiful, just a beautiful testimony and being a part of that in their lives. So absolutely. 
Yeah, this is super helpful for those of you who are listening who aren't like really aware about PCOS. It's a very common hormonal disorder in women and oftentimes their reproductive process is stunted. But what I love about both of you is you guys are talking about there's like what two, three or four types of PCOS and you guys touched on each one. So Temple mentioned the insulin resistance and then Priscilla, you mentioned the inflammatory PCOS. I think there's also like a pill induced and I love that. That, that you guys have these specialties because so, so many people just would blanket statement PCOS. And so if you guys want the experts, you're listening to them right now. I think it's great that you guys have really figured out how to hone in. And I love the cater keto, Priscilla. <laughs> I feel like that's a tagline. Like that's yeah, right. like, like that. mark. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what you need when you're on keto. I think it is very easy for people to throw blanket statements on it and like just think it's this simple thing. But you guys are taking a more tailored approach. So kudos to you. Absolutely. So let's dig in to some more questions on this topic. I like love having you guys on here. I would love you both to share three benefits of keto for women. We all know men like they lose weight like crazy. It's like easy, but I would love to know the three benefits for women on keto with PCOS in particular, like hearing some more of that fleshed out. Sure. I think that the most profound and most significant improvement and benefit that you can see most rapidly as well as the reversal of insulin resistance. Like it's very quick. And when you have PCOS, insulin's, I don't want to say it's the leading, but it's one of the leading hormonal cascades. So if that one's off, they're all just kind of off. So you, when you see that insulin sensitivity improve, you can see that reduction in those androgens as well. That causes a lot of the PCOS cravings, like Priscilla was talking about, all those intense just problems that that PCOS went the the skin issues, the the facial hair, those types of things. So I, I think that's the most profound from a lot of research as well that you can see is that insulin sensitivity just rapidly start getting better, which is awesome. And then you can also see weight loss, obviously, and that goes with hormones. And then my personal favorite is the improved fertility. I think, I don't know the exact statistic, but PCOS is the leading cause of infertility among women. And so, you know, if you know anyone that's ever struggled with infertility, or you've struggled with it yourself, you can know how much of a heartbreaking and time, you know, patience, it just takes a lot out of women. And so I think that that is just a really big benefit that's not talked about enough with PCOS and the ketogenic diet. And Priscilla. So just echoing the same, totally. I've seen all of these amazing benefits that Temple just shared. And another one, it's definitely going to step on people's toes is intuitive keto. I just said it. Intuitive keto is a thing. Like, (laughs) It is the best diet out there for reading your hunger and fullness. And you don't need a carb tracker. I work with clients to first not first listen to their hunger and fullness following keto. And if we need to down the road, we'll incorporate a carb tracker. But when you first hear keto, you don't think that. So when I work with PCOS clients, I have had a girl like it gets very emotional who has PCOS and she was four months in with me. She had lost 25 plus pounds. She was feeling great, but it came down to how we were talking about how she finally felt in control of her binge eating. She's like, I know when I'm full and I don't want that snicker bar anymore. I'll take a bite of my husband's and I'm done. 
It's not the eat all the cookies and binge on the cookies. Like she had struggled all her life with PCOS, which we all know is one of the biggest issues that they face right there with the sugar cravings. And it was the part where she was able to go back to her childhood and connect the dots and realize, you know, there were some times in her past that had forced her to eat a lot of sugar and not pay attention to her hunger and fullness based upon some childhood trauma and all the way here. And I got to be a part of that. And we got to see the healing effects of keto and just that ability to finally feel empowered to say, no, I'm good. I feel sat- satisfied. I had a bite. I'm good. And so I don't know. There's of course all the weight loss benefits and fertility, but for me, that's the most beautiful one is just feeling finally empowered. Like you're back in control. Wow. Yeah. See so many people, at least in the sphere, only think of keto and weight loss, not Mm -hmm. this other stuff, which is, I think so frustrating because just listening to what you guys saying, like as a female excess facial hair, excess body hair, that Mm -hmm. is like a confidence like decreaser right there. So being able to get that back, improving your skin issues, like you were talking about temple, um, being able to have improved fertility, the fact that it's the leading cause of infertility, is like a mind blowing statistic. And to your point, Priscilla, and I think this is so great. Mm -hmm. There is this uh, idea of restriction associated with keto. And I love that you're shaking the room with intuitive keto, because again, being able to show people how much you can incorporate this in a way that's lifestyle driven, not like, I don't know, like late at night infomercial, lose 30 pounds in two days on keto. Like, you know, like you guys aren't advertising that, but I bet people come to you thinking, you know, like something crazy like that, but you guys do get your clients amazing results. It's not uncommon. I've, I've seen both of your pages for your clients to lose eight and 10 pounds in a week, but you guys have such a structured and considerate approach. So kudos to you for sharing this and especially the deeper connections to the past and eating behaviors and really getting to the nitty gritty. Cause it really isn't just weight loss. I appreciate that you guys left that towards the end which is really cool. I love that about you guys. You guys are thinking about the bigger picture of your client's health. Absolutely. So the last bit that I would love for you guys to share, since we're talking about clients, what are three characteristics of like your most successful keto clients in your programs? Oh gosh. So the most successful keto girls. So for me, I have groups now and I was scared to go into groups. I was like, oh no, the control part. I'm going to have other people in my group. Oh no, what if they say things or it's going to just be like an empty bubble. Nobody's going to share. They're all going to be shy. And it is a beautiful thing when you get the girls that have PCOS in there and they finally find that community of other women that are in the same boat as them because they always feel alone. They feel like it's just me. I have no self-control. I just need to eat less. I, you know, they've heard it over and over. And when they finally are in that community of women, they want to explode and have that community. So definitely being able to have community is a huge one and support each other. And then another one I would say is just mindset. Absolutely. Having that mindset saying, okay, why am I eating differently? What is my biggest? Why? How does it make me feel? Cause that's the biggest one. Like most of them will say, Oh, I want to lose weight. But when it comes down to it, when they eat those extra carbs, or if they have dairy, they come to me and say, I felt miserable. It had less to do with, Oh, I, I cheated. And it had to deal with physical. Like I felt sick. It made my body feel sick. And I said, 
that's what we want. We want to have that mindset that you didn't screw up, but more, how did it make you feel? So that's another one being in tune to your body, hence the intuitive eating aspect right there. And just long-term seeing it as a lifestyle. So those are the biggest ones for me. Amazing. Yeah. I echo all of those, Priscilla. I love that. And I've noticed the same thing in a lot of my clients is that uh, obviously the long-term mindset as well as just being open and willing to critical think and problem solve. I really love, and I, and I see when my clients are most successful and I'm thinking of one in particular and she's just done so good, but she like approached every challenge with such a growth mindset that I learned from her. Cause she was like, Oh, this happened, but this is how I reacted. And she was able to share that in my groups. And I was like, man, you have an incredible outlook. Like I love it because, and I can tell when I have those clients, which ones are, you know, they really embrace that. So I love that growth mindset um, in my most successful, you know, PCOS clients, as well as just keto clients in my programs at all. And then I'm just kind of echoing Priscilla, the ones that show up, the ones that are present, the ones that participate in the ones that get involved in that community and give as much as they receive from that. I see a lot of that as well. And, and they're very successful as well. You know, you kind of get what you put in, right? <laughs> in life in general, I think. But so I love that. I, I love echoing what Priscilla said, but those are just some ones that I would add as well. Oh, so powerful. I think it's so important that other dietitian bosses hear what you guys are sharing and future clients hear this as well. Because oftentimes people only think about the outcome, the outcome, but there's also these other parts that you guys just touched on that are so beautiful, like being in tune with your bodies. Most people be like, what's I got to do? I just want to lose 30 pounds in your keto girl plan, Priscilla. But you're like, no, no, no. My most successful clients, you like you've, you've, you've honed in on what the secret sauce is. And then same with you, Temple. I love that you say that what they, in terms of being able to put in as much as they are receiving also leads to a greater return. And just looking at it from that perspective is so powerful because oftentimes people kind of check in and check out and programs and not like really embody. And I, I appreciate you guys as practitioners going the extra mile for your clients and, and adding these layers to your program, like community and support and mindset to get the best result. Like that's why you're making the big bucks. That's why people are working with you guys. So you guys are incredible. Well, thank you very thank much. You. <laughs> so this is the end of the interview, but I don't want us to get off yet. I would love for you guys to share where people can find you and continue to be inspired by your messages. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Priscilla and I'm found at keto.girl.nutritionist on Instagram. And then my website is keto girl nutritionist. I like it. I'm temple and I am on Instagram at the.ketogenic.nutritionist and website is under construction. So return and I'll give you an answer for that, but check me out on Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so much, ladies, for being here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at LibbyRothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.